I meant to preface everything uh, with, I literally have no idea what I'm talking about. I'm not even seeing these in real life. I am a stand-in for you, the audience. I'm asking the stupid questions that you are thinking. Like, what is an Orient Bambino? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to The Wind Up Merchants. And we have all three Wind Up Merchants here today. We are graced with the presence. He's joining us beyond the good, 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 good love section. <laughs> We're joined by his gracious worshipfulness himself, Mr. Chris McCarney. <laughs> and the boy Travis is here as well. Say hi, guys. Hey. Oh, yeah. It's audio, Chris. We can't see you. Oh, that- <laughs> <laughs> I'm throwing up a peace sign. He's too used to being on TV, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. So how are you both, Chris? You're coming off of a tour or an album promotion. Has that gone well? Yeah. Did some music around the world again, which was fun. Well, the world, around the U.S., uh, which was fun, though. Being able to get out and see people again and yeah has it been weird like being in in an actual crowd uh yeah or did it just kind of empower you well i went and saw Chappelle a few nights Uh, ago and i think that was uh, the first time i felt really really weird about being in a crowd like nobody (laughs) cared just full arena it was crazy yeah Hassan Minaj, I'm not sure if you know who that is, but he um, he came, he just came to Tampa uh, and I was trying to get tickets and I was talking to my wife about it. And she's like, I don't know that I want to go sit in a crowd like that. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny though. Oh, Dave Chappelle? Wow. Yeah. Good. So where are you both? Where are you, Chris? I'm in Joining Nashville. Nashville. And where are you today, Travis? I am at home in Tampa. Good stuff, and I'm in not-so-sunny Glasgow. Normally, you would do, like, a wrist check, but I want to do a weather check. What's the weather like in Nashville today, Chris? Oh, it's nice and sunny. It's a little cool. I think it's about 66. I'm looking it up. Oh, no, it's 61. Oh. What's that uh, in real money? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) One sec, I'm changing it to Celsius. 66. Gosh, how do you change this to sell? Oh, here it is. Okay, it is currently 16 and sunny here. 16. Yeah, that's not too bad. That's reasonably close to here, actually. It was about 14 today, but not sunny. It's Glasgow. It's wet. We're about to welcome an environment. Has the COP26 story, is that a story in the United States? No, COP26? You have no idea what COP26 is? No. 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 So this is like the biggest environmental conference in the world. So your president is flying over. Oh, well, naturally, all the, the US isn't going to know anything about it. <laughs> well, I didn't think so. <laughs> so all the Air Force One is due. All the preamble flights have started and they fly over my farm. No so way. So I actually had a police, police officer around tonight who was showing us photos of the military jets landing at the airport. Uh, so that's all happening. So they are hosting an environmental conference to talk about global warming in Scotland in November. That's unfortunate. If that's not something that's going to make folk not believe in climate change, <laughs> I don't know what is. 
So all, all of those conspiracy theorists and the non-believers right. will just have their conspiracies reinforced by seeing this environmental conference take place entirely in the rain. Yeah. Well, on the opposite side of that Glasgow. coin, it's almost November and it's 92 degrees where I am. Is that high or low? That is that is hot. That's like 21 is degrees it? Celsius or something like that. 20- and is that, what, what would you normally expect it to be in Tampa? In November? In- November. At least in the 70s. All right, okay. Oh, well, there we go. So there's your weather service courtesy of the wind-up merchants. <laughs> anyway, let's get on with the show. So, a number of weeks ago, uh, there was discussion that Chris was going to sell his fortune of music back catalogue for a gazillion dollars and then buy everybody watches (laughs) unfortunately it's not gone too well so actually what we're looking at tonight is a three watch collection for under a thousand dollars because it turns out his music didn't earn the mega bucks it's not that good i guess it's just not that good just just not really (laughs) so actually first of all chris have you have you done this legendary deal yet do we get to give you our, our rolex watch order shit no not yet. No. Not yet. But I had a meeting about it yesterday. It's still in the works. It just takes time. Excellent. And you've been spending all your money on washing machines in the interim <laughs> period, I believe. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but that's just to help out the homeless. Yeah. Just, just it's, it's worth a quick aside before we get into the watches, because for those that have maybe logged on to your Instagram and seen the video of your wife reversing a trailer around a corner <laughs> full of washing machines. It's not some sort of low-level reversing theft no, no, no. from some <laughs> electronic superstore going at low speed. Could you explain to everybody exactly what it is your wife and yourself are involved in that involves all these washing machines? Well, we so years ago, we wanted to do something to help out the homeless community. And we figured out that they didn't have any way to do laundry. So we built a trailer and put washers and dryers in it. And we just go out and do laundry. We just built a new trailer, though, which is going to be awesome. It's got like 10 washers and 10 dryers. And we'll be able to blow through laundry. It's it's amazing. Cool. I think we should get wash-up merchants put on the side. Oh, hey, there you go. Hey, there you go. <laughs> <Boom, boom. laughs> so your your money is coming eventually. So, but we'll limit you to a thousand dollars tonight. So, who is going to get us started on this trail? I, I I'll go ahead and go first. Because, All right, you go first because then. mine is going to be mine's going to be the most predictable list. Everybody, I'm gonna I'm gonna everybody's gonna groan when I start going through my list <laughs> because they're gonna be like, of course, of course, Travis said those three. Do you want to do one? Should we do one at a Let's time? Let's do one at you a time. We'll one. rotate. We'll go okay. one at a time. We'll rotate. So, Travis, you give us your first watch. All right. So, I'll, I'm gonna preface my co- my collection here. Quote, I put in quotes because you can't see me, but I my collection here with the idea that I I if I'm having a just just three watch collection, I am. I'm putting a watch in different segments. So I have a dress watch, I have a dive watch, and I have like a everyday watch. You know, like a. And you strike me as the kind of guy that dresses up a lot, that really needs a dress you watch. See, you collection. see me working from home? Is that a shot of me working from home in a t shirt and sweatpants every day? Is that a shot yeah. of me, Rick? Uh, is, it, is a, it is a low blow. <laughs> um, so 
Yeah, so I have three watches, and all of them are going to be and fit a different segment. So I'll start with my first watch, which is going to be a dress watch because uh, I go to a lot of trade shows. So um, I always need something that's nice and clean and can kind of slide under a suit. Um, so my first selection is an Orient Bambino. Ooh, ooh, yes. Can, can we just, can we just, this is where I'm going to like edit in a groan. That's it. You can make everybody's going to be like, oh. <laughs> um, but I, so here's why. In the segment, so you have a lot of watches in this kind of dress, you know, minimalist dress watch segment. And in the same segment as something like a Daniel Wellington, you have an Orient Bambino, same price point, 10 times higher quality watch, automatic movement, you know, 40 hour power reserve, clean dial, polished case. Well, it's a good looking watch. It is. It's really clean. I just had to Google it because I was like, yes. no, I don't. Even, I can't even groan. I don't. I didn't even know what it was. <laughs> yeah, so it, it is a it is hands down uh, a favorite of mine in the affordable dress watch segment. You know, it, it rough. You can get them. You know, sometimes you can get them for under a hundred bucks. Some places you can find a decent uh, decent deal on them or a coupon code. End up you know getting them for like eighty eight bucks. I, I think the first couple that I got were like eighty bucks, which was cheaper than the Seiko Five uh, dress watch that I had. And how big are they? How do they fit on the wrist? Are they? They fit very well. They're smaller on the smaller side. They're between thirty-eight and forty-two millimeters, depending on which one you get. Um, and they—they're very—they're very thin, and they have the domed crystal as well. So it does slide right under a cuff really easily. So I know that's like super like elitist industry speak, but you could get it under a long sleeve shirt without any problems at all. You know, yeah. and it doesn't look like you're trying to hide a hockey puck. You know, in your <laughs> suit. You know, that's not so. As far as like the dress watch space, that is probably in my top 10 dress watches of all time. Uh, and it probably probably my number one to number two in the affordable dress watch space. And so how much are you spending on this of your thousand dollars? About eight. You could get them. So if you get a really, really nice, clean new one from Orient, it'll run you between 150 and 300 dollars if you get you can find some of the older one like i got i think the first one i ever bought was on amazon and i think i paid like 80 bucks for it so you can actually keep it pretty under under budget and still save room for my next two which are going to be a little bit more pricey but okay we're rotating so back to you rick yeah (laughs) okay i mr mccarney i think you should go next all right so for my first watch uh i have a little bit of a dress watch Thing going on too i picked the seiko pressage uh ah. cocktail time the srp b77 it's a 40 millimeter watch yeah that's all the info i typed on and i don't even remember what it looked like uh <laughs> <laughs> that's the uh that's the i think that's the steel dial the silver dial right it's like a nice silver dial the 77 yeah. i think is the silver dial yeah, yeah that's really real that's nice. really clean and so how much are you reckoning to spend on that well so again, if you go on their site, I think they're like 450 bucks, but most of the places I looked online, it was running around 340, 350, somewhere in there. Yeah, I see. Yeah, they can, you can get them on Joma sometimes for like Joma shop for like 290 bucks. They're not terribly oh, yeah, expensive. Yeah, there you go. And getting them on like getting you I, they're they're one of those few dress watches that really come really nice on like a standard steel bracelet. And the bracelet is actually really nice on that watch. So good pick. I like that pick. Nice. I and I, I should pick. 
I meant to preface everything uh, with, I literally have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> I've not even seen these in real life. I am a stand-in for you, the audience. I'm asking the stupid questions that you are thinking. <laughs> like, what is an Orient Bambino? <laughs> <laughs> no, well, the presage is good. So the presage is kind of in that same kind of kind of level, but it's Seiko, so it's a little pricier. But you can find Bambinos that are kind of similar. The cool thing about the 77 that you mentioned is it's got like the big pilot crown. So it's got like a really big crown on it. And it's a little bit bigger. Like, I think it's like, it's a little bit more than 40 millimeters for a dress watch. So it's like, it kind of fits that like sporty steel dress watch look that yeah. uh, works really well. Yes. And still it's exactly 40.5 millimeters. Nice. <laughs> so there you go. It'll still look tiny in your gargantuan wrist though. <laughs> Chris. So uh, there we go. Swall, cool. Swall, Chris. That's not a bad. It's not a bad choice. So I, I will, I will stick with the Japanese. Ooh. Okay, all right. And seeing as we've got, and I will go for the Citizen Pro Master Super Tough Titanium with a Kevlar strap. So just a bomb-proof watch. I'm obviously dealing in pounds and not dollars. So I'm picking one of these up for two hundred and ninety-nine pounds. Uh, this is a quartz, but uh, it's used over here. It's well known over here by like there's a survivalist guy that you see on the telly in the UK, and uh, he uses these and they're super tough. It's an eco drive, uh, all the rest of it. Forty mil titanium. You could just do anything with this. And it it's just won't a good break. looking watch. It's decent. It's decent. It's not like perfect, but I've only got. 300 notes to spend so I I was tempted to go for one with the bracelet but I'm saving that for something else okay well so this is uh, I was gonna say I'll I'll go I can second that option I actually got to review the Ray Mears oh yeah that's Ray Mears I was talking about yeah Yeah, is that the one you're talking about exactly yeah Yeah, yeah, so I got to review that watch love it Uh absolutely Uh love that watch it's light it feels heavy duty even though it's not like an invasive watch It, it that's a very good that's a very good choice I like that choice Rick now, is that a quartz, quartz movement? Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, it is. It's a quartz. So I have uh, bottled it in the first one and gone, gone for quartz. Casio has a quartz uh, solar-powered citizen-type movement too, don't, don't they? Because I bought one of those. It's a good-looking watch. It's a little small on my wrist, so I never wear it, but... You see, and you think, and you say you're not a watch collector, and you're already buying watches that you never wear. <laughs> that's 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 the definition. You've already lost the. You're already. Well, actually, no. You probably are actually uh, closer to a lot of the audience than you think you are. Uh, amount of watches people buy and never wear. Yeah, G-Shock. Uh, Casio has a bunch of G-Shocks that are solar. Um, I, I have a, a older one that's like a resin with a red dial. It's a uh, like a, I think it's I think it's actually called the uh, Solar Watch, but it's yeah it's the Casio has some really cool uh, Solar Watches. If that's something that you're you're looking you know especially for like out if you're camping and stuff, uh, and outside and outdoors all the time, then Solar Watches. Well, and it was uh, the one that I bought. I ended up giving it away, but it was two hundred bucks and titanium. It felt like it weighed nothing, and yep. it set its own time. So oh, yeah. once a day, it connects to some GPS satellite 
and you never have to worry about batteries. I was super happy. I just wish the dial had been bigger because it felt tiny. And did you still manage to be late for everything despite the fact yeah, exactly. set the time? <laughs> Good stuff. Right. Uh, we are back to Travis. Yes. So, so you, you've spent about $100 or so. So give us your, I'm give gonna, us your lineup. I'm going to stick to the Japanese. Again, Ooh. I'm gonna I'm gonna continue here, and I'm 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 gonna say the SRPB line of Seiko. So not anyone in particular. I have the 51, which is kind of like their black and brown uh, style dive watch. A lot of people call it the Seiko Samurai because of the handset, but it's the Seiko SRPB line of dive watches. I actually took that thing with me on a on a very like an intensive hiking trip we we ended up in caves it was it was wild but one of the things that that had happened and it kind of stuck with me and part of one of my it ended up being one of my favorite watches in my collection back then was i was it was so dark and i couldn't see and my flashlight battery was dying and i went to put my hand down and i slipped and i just smashed that watch on a rock like hard oh. Like it, my hand slid down between two rocks and it just clobbered. I felt it hit the watch and kind of get stuck. Uh, and I was like freaking out and I couldn't see. Um, and so we eventually kind of got to where it was getting lighter and I could go up and see. And the first thing I went to do is I, I went and checked the watch and I like legit couldn't even tell where I hit it. Amazing. It, you know, I, I thought for sure it was going to be scratched all get out. Um, I, I ended up later finding like a little ding on the side of the bezel, but it has the uh, grip bezel, kind of like a Claude Paris, like one of the one of those like um, textured bezels on the sides, so yeah. you can grip it real easy. And uh, I found a little ding in one of those, but that it hit that bezel so hard that that's and literally that's the only damage that it got. Wow! That just solidified that watch as like a hard and and I hit it hard too. So you'd think it would like it would have shocked the movement or something. Uh, where it would have started not keeping good time, still runs perfect to this day. I would hands down say that them you can get. Some of the newer ones are a little bit more pricey, but I think I got that one for like four hundred ish dollars. I think it was like three ninety five or four fifty somewhere in there when it was when it was originally released. Yeah. Oh, these are great watches. I love that watch. Yeah, it's super nice. I almost wore it today, but you know, speedy. <laughs> <laughs> being it being what a Tuesday perhaps. Uh, it is Tuesday. Yeah, I didn't even think Tuesday. about that. I lose. I I don't ever leave the house anymore, so I don't. I don't have any track of time. I know when it's light outside and when it's dark outside. That's all I know. <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. No, that is uh, th- These are cracking watches. Uh, you know, just if you just want to buy something, spend a few notes, get something that's going to be dead reliable, dead useful, a bit fashionable wearable in any conditions then uh, the Seiko Samurai you can't look much further than that Mr. McClarney yes. give us your number two choice you have a few quid left to spend yeah so number two so it's it's not a dive watch but I kind of think of this as a get out of the house watch casual have some fun uh, Hamilton Khaki King automatic 40 millimeters uh, has the day and the date and it's a Hamilton movement, which is fun. That's the one with the bracelet. Yeah, the King Khaki. Yep, yep that yeah, that has the bracelet on it. Or you can get the le- leather strap, which I, I need a watch with the leather strap. I actually don't mind the the Hamilton Khaki King. I, I, I mean, I, <laughs> all right, I'm skipping ahead of you, Rick, real quick, because my third watch was a Hamilton as well. 
was also the Hamilton khaki. Nice. Uh, just because, yeah, I know. So good, good choice, Chris. Look at me. I'm learning. <laughs> Look at you go. Um, but my, yeah. So I'll, I'm going to circle, I'll circle back to you, Rick, but I was just going to say that the Hamilton khaki is just, it fits perfectly in a steel sports watch category that isn't a dive watch. I mean, you could, you, if you wanted to take it out, in the rugged terrain out in the mud and the, and the lake, if you want to go swimming in the lake or whatever, that's still a, a, a pretty robust companion to be able to take. It's, uh, especially yeah, because it's rated compilation. for five bar, I think, 50 meters. Uh, I think it's higher than that, isn't it? Yeah, the one I'm looking at is 50 meters. Yeah, 50 meters. Okay, so I guess that's slower than I thought it was, but um, still, yeah, I mean, with the dating competition. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get Meters it. Per they, pound. Sent, they sent this to the moon. Like, where do you train for moon stuff? Underwater. Why is it not waterproof? Uh, it doesn't make sense. Because we never sense. went to the moon, Chris. We landed in Nevada. <laughs> We've been over this. <laughs> uh, dear me, yes, well. I mean, what did they wear to the launches recently? What's Bezos and Co. been wearing in Branson? Oh yeah, know. Bezos had a speedy on. Was he a, was he a speedy? Yeah, and then IWC just did the Inspiration Four, and they put a watch on all the rest of the astronauts for the Inspiration Four. Then they're auctioning them. It's kind of cool. Ooh. All right, okay. so they didn't actually let the astronauts keep them. Uh, no, no, no. They're auctioning. They're, they they wore them for the mission, but I think they're all being auctioned. There's four of them. That feels mean. They should have given them each two watches to wear. Dude, yeah. Okay, but it's IWC. I mean. <laughs> Grand. So. Oh, but my turn then. My turn. That's right. Okay. You, so Rick. I have got 701 pounds left. Okay. And I am going to spend 700 of those pounds on the Christopher Ward C63 Sealander like Automatic. <laughs> Already don't like for it. For 700 notes. Just because you've got this anti-Christopher Ward thing going on. These are great watches. 39 mil. Okay, could be argued a bit small. This one's Hunter Green. Automatic. Brushed steel. Be well built. Loom will be good. It's it's an everyday wearer without it having to be the real tough thing that the Citizen Promaster watches. So yeah, Christopher Ward Sealander Automatic. That's a good looking watch. I think we should just put a loop in that for Chris. That's a good looking watch. <laughs> Whenever Chris can't attend, we'll just we'll just put that in after we talk about something. Travel. That's a good looking watch. It's a good looking watch. Uh, it is. You're right. And it's yeah, only seven hundred your Rick, notes. Do you remember when like you were like new to the watch industry and like everything just looked amazing? So it's like I got to get my hands on everything because it looks so good. Now we're just like old and cynical, and we're like, yeah, Christopher Ward. <laughs> so so give us your christopher ward spiel then travis i i just here's the here's my problem here and I, this is probably isn't fair it's probably not fair because i'm sure they've changed it's almost certainly not fair okay all right so <laughs> christopher ward when they first started coming out i was i, I was <laughs> i was asked to to handle one I literally, I had, I didn't know, I wasn't like big enough in the watch industry to like understand what I was, what I was dealing with. And I thought for the longest time, and I don't know why I thought this, but it was that it was, it literally looked identical to a Railmaster, identical. Mm -hmm. 
And yeah. so I thought for the longest time that Christopher Ward was like a Steinhardt. And right. so, you know, it was just kind of making watches that looked like other watches. They were just cheaper. For the most part, like they have some really, really cool watches that have come out that look really nice and are really clean. But for the most part, almost every Christopher Ward I see looks like something else. And I get it. It's cheaper. You get the ceramic bezel sometimes. You get to try it in for a second's hand because nobody's ever done that before. And <laughs> I'm gonna lo- I'm gonna loop that bit of audio as well. <laughs> and it, it was it was nobody's just, ever done that before. And it is like it's just one of those. It's one of those brand. Now, maybe one day, like I'll, I'll probably never buy one, but maybe one day somebody will hand me a Christopher Ward, and I'll be like, you know what? This watch changed my mind about the brand entirely. I'm just not holding okay. my breath that that's gonna happen. Well, I'll we'll give Mike France a phone at Christopher Ward and see if he can send you something nice to play with. Have at it. I will review Wait, it. Wait, I said it was a beautiful watch. Tell him to send it to me. Chris likes <laughs> his name. Me, I'll review it. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Send it to Chris and he'll guest review it for wrist enthusiasts. How about that? Okay. Boom. Cool. Well, that's what I'm doing. So we're now circling back. To Travis, I reckon. Oh, you've you've told us what your third one yeah, is. Third one what else do you want to say about the Hamilton khaki? Yeah, and I, so choose something else. <sighs> you've got four hundred and fifty notes to spend, roughly five hundred notes. Am I, am I allowed to like? I don't know if I can do this. Am I allowed to like plug a buddy's watch? Oh, yeah, that yeah. I really like. As long as you declare that you're interested in it. Well, <laughs> for the purposes of no, uh, advertising I, you know what standards. It was? it was one of those watches that I when mean, it first Rick, kind of... Rick plugged his friend, uh, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> um, True fact. Yeah, so th- there's... Okay, so I, I... Let me start... Let me preface the story but by saying that this was a watch that somebody asked me to review back back in the day. Like, like we're, probably, we're probably 10 years ago or so, somewhere in there. And I originally said, no, I'm not, you know, I'm not necessarily really interested in reviewing it, but I did it anyway. And so they sent me the watch and I really like vibed with it. it and it was a, it's a racing themes watch. It's, it's a chronograph. It comes in so many different colorways that it kind of still has that kind of almost, um, it's kind of like a Scandinavian look, but it's, they're called row watches, R-O-U-E. Uh, and they released a watch called the TPS, and it ended up being that they have one that's like a slate gray blue color, and it's absolutely stunningly beautiful. It's got super bright yellow accents, uh, it, right? Mm, yeah, not too shabby. Pretty not clean, shabby. right? Pretty that's clean. That's a good looking so watch. He released these. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he released these, and they sold out very quickly, and it surprised me. Hundred and seventy dollars. Wow. Not, yo, you could probably get them for that on like eBay, maybe secondhand. But they they run. No, no, no. That's this is this is a new one, three hander. Hundred and seventy bucks. May, yeah, maybe maybe he has he has new yeah. ones out. I have the, cool. I have all three of the TPS. I actually gave one away, but it was because there was a, the guy that I gave it to was uh, very 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 heavily into uh, rewatches. And so he, he, I, I have so many black chronographs that it was just one of those watches that I knew that it would get more traction for the brand if I gave it to him and he posted it and stuff just because he was a, he was another music, another musician. But he, uh, so anyway, all, all that to say, I have, I have worn this watch pretty regularly, uh, even though it's like a quartz chronograph that's, 
you know, uh, would be considered in the relatively, um, I guess, affordable price range. I've actually really, really enjoyed this brand. The owner is fantastic. I love him. He really hasn't released any watches that I've been like, ah, that's a miss. Almost everything he's released has been just a banger to me. Yeah, so if I had to pick a third one that isn't the Hamilton Field khaki, I think that my Rode TPS is probably amongst my more regularly worn watches uh, that fits in that price range. So I'm, so I'm right around 900 bucks. You can take that $100 and buy another Bambino. So you get two Bambinos Hey-o. in this three-watch collection. So have at it. These are tidy. I've not come across these guys before, but the three-hander one, I mean, it's $170. 316L steel. This is nice. 41 and a half. It's 41 and a half mil. So it's a proper size. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So get the freebies. Come on. Yep. Get on, Tim. I, I, well, get the no, I, what, I'll do, what I'll do is in the show notes, I'll link I'll link their website. So if anybody, it looks like right now they're not sold. They're not sold out. So it looks like you restock. I know they were sold out for a long time. What we'll do is I'll send you the link, Rick, and you can put it in the, we can put it in the show notes. And if anybody's interested in picking one up, great brand. Yeah, it's a true independent. You guys are really looking to, if you guys, anybody's really looking to pick up a solid quartz chronograph that runs well and is really good looking and you can guarantee nobody else in the room is going to have it, yeah. I got you. The, I'll, I'll, what I'll do is I'll include my link to the review that I did of the TPS. So all that'll be, uh, all that'll be there. Very good, very good. No, that's, uh, intre- that's something I didn't know, hadn't seen before. That's quite Good looking that's watches. Cool. That's all, always good. Good looking watches, Chris. Good looking watches. So Chris, give us your, give us your good looking watch, your final good looking watch. All right, so for my final pick, I've actually I've got two hundred bucks left because I spent three fifty roundabout on the first, four fifty on the second, and now I have two hundred bucks. I'm gonna buy a G Shock, a Casio World Time, a Casio calculator, and <laughs> and a baby G for my kid. And all of that is is right at Wait, 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 wait. Have you not got more than one child? Well, I do, but I don't have more money. I spent it all on that khaki thing. So, so which one of your children are you giving? He's got a favorite child. So which one's your favorite? I'm going to give it to the littlest. Because that's the one whose wrist it's still going to fit. <laughs> <laughs> cool. No, so you're getting a calculator watch, a world timer, yep. and a baby G. Yep. So regular G-Shock, right around 100 bucks, And then I immediately ordered them because I was researching for this. And I found out that the Casio World Timer is only 25 bucks, And so <laughs> is the calculator. <laughs> so you've actually ordered it. Has it arrived already? No, not yet. Going for the Dwight Schrute look. I was going to say, did, uh, Cass- <laughs> did Cassio not just release a whole load of new updated calculator watches, Travis? Did they? I, I thought, I think I they thought did. I'd seen a picture and it was a whole load of new colour. Yeah, it was just a kind of update of the design uh, and that kind of retro look. Oh, yeah. It's on Amazon for $20. There you I don't go. Know if it's new. But yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Right, I have a one dollar or one pound left to spend. Okay, and I take no shame in saying that I have pinched this particular stunt from Cole Pennington at Hodinkee. So, for my final watch, I am buying a Hublot. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, what I'm doing is I'm taking in the Hublot I already own. P.S. I don't actually own a Hublot. But let's say that I did own one of the 
Spirit of ba- Big Bang Tourbillon Sapphire Rainbows for £153,000. Then I could take that watch in to get serviced by Hublot. And Hublot would give me their Hublot service watch. Which on the one hand is priceless, but on the other hand is worthless and therefore free and therefore I put it in my collection. So this is a unique watch. If you Google Hublot service watch, you will see it. I actually think this is pretty cool. Uh, and that's how I'm justifying it, which is that it's it's free because like if you take your watch into Bamford or whatever, this is the one they give you. So I'm getting a, a Hublot of, as part of my £1,000 collection. As I say, uh, a certain Mr. Pennington pulled this stunt on me in a similar sort of competition, so I am stealing the inspiration from him for it. Uh, for a, for a Hublot. So I reckon that means I win uh, this collection. Well, I'm going to say... Even though I do have a Christopher Ward. Are you gonna, you're, you're, this is going to be your first, that's not a nice watch. Yeah, I was going to say... That is not a good-looking watch. <laughs> I think we've replaced good, 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 good love with that is not a good-looking watch. Yeah. That is a good-looking watch. Cool. All right, so hold up. I'm going to throw a curveball. I'm going to throw a curveball. Oh, go on then. Rick, go on. I'm going to throw a curveball yeah. because I think this is an important question for some of our listeners here. Take it. So we have a three-watch collection for $1,000. If you had a one watch collection for a thousand dollars, what would it be? I'm gonna start with you, Rick. Whew, I, I Let's think, see how quick you're on your feet. I think I would probably go to Dibs on Grand Seiko. I no for a thousand dollars. I say show me where you get one of them for a thousand bucks. Oh, only a thousand. Dang. Probably I can't quite get to a thousand. So maybe if you give us a smidgen more, maybe say 1500 not 1500 uh, 1100 I would go for a Maurice Lacroix icon. That's mine! What is wrong <laughs> with you? <laughs> I was going to go for that <laughs> as a quartz for like 700 quid, yep. but you can get the automatic, I think, for around about... Oh, actually, no. I can get an automatic for 945 yeah, euros. Say. So that, okay, so we're going to skip Chris entirely. That movement is one of the best. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so uh, that's part of, part of the reason I wanted to do this was to brag on Maurice Lacroix for a while. Uh, uh-huh. Because you really cannot get a better steel sports watch under $1,000 than the Icon. Yeah. That, that I, I have one. I actually have two. Uh, I have the chronograph. Well, sure then, come on. Uh, yeah, it's on my, it's on my nightstand. Uh, because I have one of those little watch stands now that has all my my fun watches that are on it. So don't rob me because it's all just sitting on my end table. But yeah, so I have two. I have the actual icon uh, automatic, uh, the black dial for great, I guess they call it anthracite dial, but I have that dial version of it. Uh, and then I also have the Panda dial uh, chronograph and hands down prior to the speedy. Those are my favorite watches of all time to wear. There, nothing beats like a three hand steel sports watch. that's relatively thin. So. I mean, I could be persuaded to go for a Christopher Ward and spend the extra 300 quid to get the GMT because it's not bad to a GMT for less than a grand an automatic. And everyone who's surprised that Rick sprung for a Christopher Ward, raise your hand. <laughs> <laughs> so, but the, the, the Maurice Lacroix just, I, I suspect the Maurice Lacroix might age worse than the Christopher Ward. What is wrong with you? In the well, I mean, I really like. I mean, I would choose the Maurice Lacroix at the moment 
over the Christopher Ward, but 20 years from now, with the strap, with the M on it, and all the rest of it, would I still be quite as in love with it? I don't know, but... Okay, but then I get the one with the bracelet, because the bracelet's why you'd buy that yeah. watch anyway. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. They but are, isn't cool. that the cool. 7750 movement? The chronograph is, yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's, let's, all, let's all just stop for a moment. And uh, admire the fact that Chris is talking about watch movements. <laughs> you know what? And he, he picked the right one, too. Any minute now, you'll be getting a job for Bremen. It's, oh, that was low. <laughs> that was low. Oh, there's some stories I could tell. <laughs> Anyways, Chris, it's your turn. $1,000. That's your budget. Oh, well, I'm going to go with that same movement, but I think you can get it in a... Uh, like a used uh, Tiso or Tsot. How do you say that? Chrono? Tiso, you got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they have a Chrono with that same movement and right around the same price. And then so does Review Tommen, I guess, and Mont Blanc. I took notes on that. Mont Blanc? Oh, that's, yeah, that's one that kind of slides under the radar there. Yeah, there's you a Mont those time Blanc. That's a good-looking watch. Is that what I'm supposed to say? You could say, hey, that's a good-looking watch, and here's the alternative Christopher Ward. <laughs> There's always an alternative Christopher Ward. You should know that. I, I, I do I know I almost it. bought an Oris when I was at the beach. I, okay, Oris was one of Normally when people go to the beach, they buy ice cream and, you know, candy <laughs> floss. <laughs> and anyway, wait a minute. Nashville doesn't have a beach. No, we were down in ah, Florida. Right, okay. Does, does Florida we're... like have watch stores on the seafront, does it? Yeah, Depends where they you have are. a few. Yeah, uh, but I found an Oris uh, boutique down there and was like, oh, if I drive there, I'm definitely going to buy one. <laughs> and I wanted to because I can't swim with my speedy. <laughs> <laughs> have you, have, I don't know if we've spoken about this before and I can't quite remember the Instagram account's name. But there's an Instagram account where what he does is he just takes photos of water with his Speedmaster, like diving in the pool and all that. It's like some sort of squid game for uh, uh, Omega watches. <laughs> <laughs> not a bad wee collection. It's not a bad wee collection with managed to muscle. And I, I, I have, for all that I've done lots of podcasting, I have seldom played the what can you buy for a thousand dollars or a thousand pounds. So I quite enjoyed that. And the answer is obviously just buy Christopher Ward. Here's the, Chris- I, 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 here's the Christopher Ward advert now coming up. Anyways, guys, on that note, we're going to go ahead and wrap up this episode. <laughs> now it's time for the Wind Up Wind Down. So we've wound up Travis sufficiently. What's everyone got to finish up? Let's do a quick, let's do a quick wind down. Travis, what's going on in the world that you think we should be relaxing to? Or have you just got more to wind us up about? All right, so I, I've actually thought about this, Rick. Uh, you know what's kind of winding me up a little? I'll say this is going to wind me up. It's not going to wind me down. NFTs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you and me had a conversation about this. Yeah, so, I, so th- there's two sides of this. I'm fascinated by NFTs. I, like the whole idea of an NFT from like a human development standpoint is absolutely scientifically fascinating. The investment side, so I say investment because that's almost an oxymoron because if you're investing in NFTs, different situation. But the the idea that people are literally assigning 
massive intrinsic value to literal memes on the internet astounds me (laughs) and also really hurts my brain. Right. I mean, I think it is Horological Dictionary and Bro Dinky's ultimate aim is, you know, NFTs in the watch world. Yeah. So on that note, I, I'm very interested in, in launching an NFT just to see what it, just to see how the whole like situation works. Cause it's, it's one, like stock market, fine. Cryptocurrency, fine. Like I, I generally understand, all, you know, how that works. NFTs, I get how they work. I understand, you know, the I, I get the whole kind of blockchain aspect of digital art, and I'm I recognize that. I just it is a hundred percent a hype train, and I love it and hate it at the same time. Maybe that's <laughs> well. We were talking in previous episodes about what we should do with the show notes that Will does. Can we turn them into an <laughs> NFT? Let's NFT them. Oh. Let's do that. Let's launch Let's a cryptocurrency. <laughs> we'll call. We will sell every show note for one of you. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> I know there's enough of you. I know there's enough of you guys out there that own Ethereum. We'll do that. You can own a piece of the Wind Up yep. Merchants. You could be a ground floor investor <laughs> for one Ethereum. Okay. Remember, folks, for all financial advice, consult a qualified investment advisor. But yeah, let's turn. Do let's not t- <laughs> ask me for financial advice. I'll, I'll speak to Will and let's turn the show notes into NFTs. <laughs> I am 100% on board with doing that. 100%. But I've been wondering what to do with them. And that'd be a great thing to do with them, just for the, just for the giggle. That would be, that'd be hilarious. It's not even... I don't even care if we make any money. Whatever but, it costs to mint them, that's what we'll sell them for. And somebody can own them on the blockchain. <laughs> yeah, let's it. do it. Let's, let's do it. it. So we, we need to come up with a name. <laughs> so do we have to come up with a name for the current, you know, do we just use somebody else's cryptocurrency for this? Oh, you drop them in season collection. No, that's what we'll do. We'll do each season. We'll do a collection of the show notes as NFTs. Okay, sold. We'll have season one, season two, okay. season three. And every season of the podcast we do, we release the show notes as an okay. nft and you can own the collection you can trade it you can do whatever and then and then That's at the end when we, when we finally rick when we are uh-huh. old and we can no longer uh-huh. speak <laughs> what we will do is we will sell mclarney's uh-huh. music as an NFT. ah <laughs> uh, that sounds good because no. uh-huh. let's be honest i mean we're gonna outlive chris it's for sure this is gonna happen <laughs> he's gonna spend all he's gonna wander into like a rolex store one day and just see all, all the, they're going to like sell him everything and he's going to come out wondering what earth he's done and just wander off yeah. into the hills somewhere never to be seen from again. <laughs> okay. Some say he's still out there collecting watches to this day. No, that's as a, as a wind, both a wind up and a wind down. I am absolutely game for that idea. Uh, so let's do that. Chris, what are you on with? What's been winding you up or winding you down this week? Well, I so <clears throat> this is kind of a wind up, but the have you ever heard the devil went down to Georgia? The song, yeah. Just have you ever heard the number one most like listened to song in the history of songs? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think the devil won that fiddle solo. Oh, the 100%. more I think about it, <laughs> the more the more. <laughs> I heard it earlier this week, and they just play it off in the song like the devil didn't smoke him. But I really think the devil won. The devil solo slapped the crap out of that kid. Oh, yeah. So hard. The devil solo is so much better. 
And it makes me sad. I feel like it's not good for the kingdom of God. I feel like it's not good for us. <laughs> it was the beginning of the end. That song was. So the does that of mean the, the devil has in fact gone down to Georgia? He has, and he brought revelation with him. <laughs> I'm not sure I can beat any of that, other than so COP26. Uh, just a wee a wee side note. Obviously, all the world leaders are gathering. There's 25,000 delegates all descending on Glasgow. Uh, and as part of this, they all need to go and stay various places. For obvious reasons, the Biden delegation cannot stay in... There's basically two very well-known luxury resorts in Scotland. There's Glen Eagles and there's Trump International in Turnberry. <laughs> so guess which one Biden chose. <laughs> So that's fine. So obviously to go to the conference, it's obviously good that they all go in electric cars. However, Glen Eagles is in the middle of nowhere, as actually is Turnberry. So for all the Teslas that they're driving, there is actually only one charging station in Glen Eagles that you can charge the car from. So what they're having to do is import diesel generators Two Glen no. Eagles oh to charge the electric cars to drive them down to Glasgow. <laughs> now, they say that they're powering these diesel generators with like cooking oil and biodiesel and all the rest of it, but that's kind of not sure, the point. Sure <laughs> the trucks that delivered them to Glen Eagles were not running in cooking oil. So let's hope that the whole conference gets on better than the. Uh, imagery of uh, the way they've dealt with getting these cars and these uh, executives and high hegens down to the conference. So there we go. So thank you very much for joining us on the show. It has been a blast. Oh, check out uh, everybody on the various Instagram. Chris, where can people find you? At C. McClarney. Travis, without the dots. It's just at Watch Travis Go now. No dots. Watch Travis Go. And you can find me at Rit TikTok, and you can find the show at at the Wind Up Merchants. Check all that out. Thank you for listening. Have a great week. See you again soon. Goodbye. Say goodbye, folks. Bye, folks. All right, see ya.